This week on the I Love Funny Women podcast. And for those of you talking all that smack, and what? You know, I always liked doing opposite of what everyone was doing. I was never afraid. I'm going to get all my Chico sticks. Don't yes. No now later. I had to do the orgasm part. I did the vagina monologues at UIC for four years. Um, didn't even go to the damn college. I didn't even go to college, all right? But I was like, can I audition? <laughs> Welcome to the I Love Funny Women podcast with your host, Dina Nina. Welcome back to the I Love Funny Women podcast. I am your host, Dina Nina. And I'm Lolita D. Hi, Lolita. <laughs> Dina. How was your week? Oh, you know, it's been a rough week, right? I feel that globally, things are not good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to put this. I don't know how to break this to you, Tina, but things are not good. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So we had a show last night here in Madison. Oh, how did it go? It went really well. We have masks back again, which is kind mm. of annoying. Uh, wow. It wasn't as busy as the last couple of months, but it was fun. Such a good show. I love my pod, my uh, group of women comedians. Y'all are amazing. Extra AF comedy, Lady Laughs comedy. It's it's what it's all about. It's amazing. <laughs> the, the, what you have done for women and female identified and non-binary people in comedy, Dina, incredible. Oh, thank you. I, I mean, it's just a drop in a bucket. <laughs> well... <laughs> That's so, what I say when I go and pee at night, and then I sit there for half an hour, you know, it's not a problem. <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> so we do have a shout out this week. Guess what? <laughs> Somebody hey Dina'd. <laughs> and it's Danny West and Charlie on Instagram. And thank you so much for listening. And just so you know, Charlie is our first canine fan. <gasps> well, other than Gertie. Um, and Danny is so great. And every time you listen to the podcast, you hear her because she wrote and sang our theme song. I love that theme song. I know, me too. And like Danny, you too could get a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> Just post a video on Instagram tag at I Love Funny Women with the hashtag Hey Dina, and you could be on the podcast or the YouTube. I think we should get Gertie and Charlie, uh, our canine fans, on the YouTube together. Yes, we should do that. <laughs> Listen, people, we would love it if you go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. That's how we get more visibility and can further spread the good news of funny women all over the globe. Praise the goddess. Oh, yes. Praise to her. Hey, this is Door Girl Greg. Thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. If you haven't by now, you should really go to the socials and check out at I Love Funny Women on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube because really, what else are you going to do? And here's what's happening in the news. Although there is a lot of support for the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, it may be too late to keep the Democratic majority in the House. Hmm. And this is due in part to the census data that shows states like Georgia and Texas, who had a population increase and thus are gaining seats in the House. N now you're thinking, okay, but 
what? <laughs> yeah, that's because we're coming up on a season I like to call gerrymandering season. I hate that season, but I do wonder, Dina, what's the best attire for gerrymandering season? Oh, I, I'm glad you asked because I think <laughs> it is MAGA hats and Budweiser mm. tube tops. <laughs> so that's exactly what the drafters of the new voting maps will be wearing during gen- gerrymandering season. <laughs> My God, it's... Uh, t- how is that legal? No, seriously, okay. Dina, that's a question. How is that legal? <laughs> how, is that, how is a lot of stuff that white men um, and capitalists and rich people have put into place? I'm just, I, you know, like... Yeah, no, fair, fair, fair. Okay, moving on. Well, uh, I have some very bad news for all you people out there who have spent a lot of time during the pandemic on OnlyFans because last week OnlyFans announced that it will be barring adult content after October, which is like Amazon barring drivers peeing in their water bottles, or like NASA supporting a flat earth theory. (laughs) Or like the Dalai Lama becoming a Satanist. (laughs) Or like Biden not lying about Afghanistan in public. Fair, fair. (laughs) God. Uh, On the topic of Afghanistan, and lying men, Prince Harry got raked over hot coals in the British press because he issued a statement about Afghanistan, while Prince Andrew continues to lovingly be known as the pedophile prince. (laughs) Okay, I made that up. But still, he has not faced any real condemnation, whereas Harry and Meghan get shit for asking compassion for a terrible situation. Just leave them alone already. Leave them alone already. Put Andrew in prison while you're at it. (laughs) The guy who put a ban on mask mandates in Texas got COVID. Governor Greg Asshat um, Abbott tested positive despite being vaccinated. But don't worry, he's not sick and apparently hasn't changed his mind on the incredibly irresponsible public health policy. Although the Supreme Court denied to hear the appeal, which means that the lower court's decision to allow mask mandates in schools stands. You know, I just think he's going to do the whole thing like, well, you know, the vaccines don't work because I got COVID anyway. Yeah. That's- I mean, while people die and exactly. hospitals fill up and children are put at risk every day. But, oh, you know, let's ban abortion in Texas, <laughs> you know. You're not allowed to wear a mask, but you're also not allowed to not have the baby that you don't want. Uh, The big debate this week in the lesbian community, of which I am a very proud member, is whether Finley is a total loser user or just a passionate woman true to her emotions. Do let us know on social media where you stand on this issue, which is dividing the nation. Okay, (laughs) maybe not the nation, but definitely Portland, Oregon definitely portland oregon (laughs) elon musk is building a humanoid robot the man who warns that ai will be taking over the planet and subjugating humanity is making a robot that looks like us to take over the planet and subjugate (laughs) humanity these people oh my god uh the fires in california continue to be a massive problem and fire season has only just started There is now a statewide ban on open fires, which means I will soon have to move back to Wisconsin. My (laughs) hot flashes (laughs) will definitely trigger some kind of heat warning system. Amen, sister. (laughs) (laughs) And that is all the time we have for the news this week. Hey, all you funny women. It's Door Girl Greg. 
and I'm here to say thank you for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. Dina, I don't have glitter in my asshole. Only in my pockets. <laughs> this week for the interview, Dina catches up with a comedian who's been seen on ABC and TBS. She's hilarious, and she'll be headlining our comedy night out on Friday, August 27th at Yahara Bay, benefiting Dane Arts Mural Arts. Please welcome to the show, Gwen LaRocco. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. How are you? Good, how are you? Thank you for having me. Of course. So I'm really excited. I get to see you in person for the first time in so long. I know. I cannot wait. Next Friday, which is this coming Friday, um, and here in Madison. I can't wait. I haven't, you know, like I haven't, obviously none of us have been traveling. Right. Um, Well, not as, you know, more so recently now that things are, have been opening back up, but I don't know now um, how things are going to go. So the fact that we're able to squeeze this in uh, in case shit changes down the road, I'm, I'm super excited to make the trip out there. Totally. Yeah. And it's outside. So it's going to be really fun. And we're going to be raising money for Dane Arts Mural Arts. And they have a lot of women mural artists in Madison in the county that are awesome that we're going to be helping support. So I'm really stoked about that, too. Got to support. Got to support. Right. Thank you so, so much. This is going to uh, be fun. Oh, thank you. I'm really, really excited. I was about to say stoked again. And then I was like, wait, I need a. I need to switch it up. Can I get a thesaurus <laughs> for the word? <laughs> What's a synonym for stoked? I'm excited. I'm. <laughs> Let's see. You're geeked. You're excited. <laughs> you're looking forward to. Uh... I am. <laughs> so you're in Chicago and you've been doing comedy for a long time. And we met on a show for Human Rights Campaign years ago. And I just fell in love with you. I think you're amazing and so fun. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> and I think put we might nose, have seen each other. to the screen so I can be like, Boop, oh, <laughs> you just flipped in my nose. <laughs> no, man, I, you you have such a great memory, girl. Because if you would have asked me, I would have been like, many people. I'm like, I don't like. We've been doing comedy, and we we're all comedy family, and many yeah. comedians. I'm like, I don't recall what the first you know mm-hmm. show. So the Human Rights was that at the um, center on Halsted or another? No, venue? it was. It was up in um, Rogers Park. That theater. What was that theater called? And it's closed now, isn't it? Um, I can pick. Oh, main, the main stage. Yes, the main stage. Yes. Is it still oh, open? I miss that venue. No, it's closed. <clears throat> I hate that. That's so beautiful. It was, and it was such a fun night. I think I did one other show there that uh, before they closed down. But so it was so cool. Because you were emceeing the night and you, I just was, you went on stage. First of all, I was like, she's so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, she killed. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's fun. how we met and it was fun. And I know we've been on several other things bef- uh, together, but tell me how you got into this crazy business. Girl, it's like, a, it's not one, you know, it's funny. Somebody else asked me this and I'm like, I wish it was like a quick, easy story. But I feel like all the all the little moments and all the things that I have been dabbling in um, pre-comedy were leading me up to comedy without me realizing it. Mm. Um, so long, long, long story short, um, 
I basically, I'm an old school B girl. I know about yeah. now. I'll crack, I'll crack some bones right now, okay? But um, uh, back when I was a spring chicken, I used to break dance. I used to graffiti write, and so and I would MC. That I still do because you know you don't got to be athletic to bust a little flow. Amen. Um, and so and so that started getting me on the mic without realizing it. Then I got involved in the community. Um, you know, the more we learn, the more we can't unsee. Um, yeah. So started getting heavily involved in the community. And then because people knew me from being on the mic so much, they'd be like, oh, Gwen, we're hosting a fundraiser for such and such organization. Can you host? And um, so all that was happening while my dream my entire life had been to be some sort of comedian actress. Mm -hmm. But I never thought, I never expected the two to cross. And I guess that, like I said, you know, God was preparing me. He was, he had me on the mic. He had me doing, you know, fundraisers and hosting and yeah. emceeing and then someone sent me a flyer for a mikey o stand-up workshop and i was like oh let me sign up for this and here we go it actually i was like i found my home after doing uh improv at second city after having done some theater after having done you know some local plays and 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 stuff um then the stand-up came and i was like oh i like this I it's good it. yeah so <laughs> Yeah, here we are talking to you, it. boo. So tell me about like over the last year and a half um, since this whole Rona came in. La Rona, pinche Rona. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like tell you how I've been? Yeah like, how how have you how have you made it through? Girl, the way we all we're making it do Zoom calls. You know what? I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Yes, they were different. But I personally, I actually, I dig the Zoom, the Zoom comedy shows. Do I now? Do I dig it better than in person? Of course not. Um, but it allowed us to stay connected, you know. Yeah, and to meet people, and I've said this a million times on the podcast, but to meet people outside of our network. Oh, most definitely. Like, when have you ever been like, well, tonight I'll be in freaking New York without having to hop on a plane. I'm being right. I'm in New York tonight with right. a bunch of New York comedians, and then. <clears throat> Tomorrow you're doing some international show. And all my comics that I started with in LA, we got to do shows together again for the first time since I left LA. And Yay. it was really rad. So um, awesome. So I love your energy. I love your I love how you show up on stage and how you show up in the world. And um, where do you get the nerve? <laughs> you say, and how dare you? How dare um, you? I don't know. I've always been, you know, ever since I was a kid, I would always be like uh do whatever uh the opposite of what everyone was doing i always <laughs> loved being like oh you guys think that's cool well no i think this is like I, i'll never forget being in grammar school and my mom had a job at a secondhand store mm -hmm. for a long time like i don't know 10 plus years and so man we would come up on some good shit like you know just brand new stuff sometimes the tags would be on it and i remember having um I don't know, it was like a Timberland sweater or something. And um, you know, I remember my classmates being like, Oh, you you get clothes from the set. And I'm like, you're the knucklehead paying full price. I was like, I'm the cool one. You know, I always like doing opposite of what everyone was doing. I was never afraid. And I guess I guess I attribute that to my parents, you know. They mm -hmm. they were always like, be who you are and do what you do. And I was like, Oh, y'all in trouble. <laughs> you're like i got a polo shirt and i have 45 dollars that i saved I'm that saying, i can use at the candy right. store bitch don't play <laughs> right right 
I'm going to get all my Chico sticks. Don't yes. ask me for no nonlaters, ho. Don't Chico ask me for sticks. Them. Yes. Were they the, have you had them lately? No, I was looking for one a couple of weeks ago because I was like, oh my God, I want this. But do you know what else? The bit of honey. <laughs> oh, that's right. Now, I think those still taste the same, but I came up on some Chico sticks and I have bad news. No. Bad news for everyone. Tune it in. Let me let you know that the little, the little coconut crumbly goodness that you would just nibble off the, and you would, you know, all that. It's like smooth, hard candy now. There's like no coconutty coating on it. It's gone. It's I'm gone, disgusted. Gone. I'm disgusted. <laughs> That's not a chicken stick. <laughs> so uh, tell know. me, so you grew up in Chicago. Back. Bring back the Chico sticks, y'all. Right. <laughs> So you grew up in Chicago. Born and raised. Yes. yes born and raised. So um, tell me what it was like being a little queer Latina in Chicago growing up. Girl. I don't know. Yeah. I, think, I think we were like my age range, I think was like the cusp of like where it could have like it, it wasn't. How do I explain this? Like and when I was in high school. Um, I remember the rumors going around. Oh, I think Gwen's, Gwen's queer. Gwen's, you know, and not even, you know, we weren't even using the word queer the way we right. reclaimed it and are using it now. So they right. were like, Gwen's gay. Gwen's gay. Um, you know, this and, 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 you know, my defense mechanism, because I was bullshitting, was to be like, no, I'm not, you know, and like, ah. Uh, and I remember my senior year for the uh, newspaper, you know, they would ask you to do like little, little like, peace outs, you know, like little messages in the mm -hmm. newspaper or whatever for the graduating class. And I remember putting, and for those of you uh, talking all that smack, I put, and what? I'm like, yeah, I'm a senior now. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but it, it was. It, You're I like, I'm not gay, once... but I can change your oil. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and I realized that after I said that, people stopped asking me in class. I mean, we only mm. had a few weeks left before we graduated, but it was almost like the, I realized the moment I owned it, it, it kind of went away. So I'm blessed to be able to say that mm. I had a, the support from my family. I know a lot of my peers do not have that. Um, yeah. So I was super lucky and super blessed to have like the support of my family. Um, but it wasn't easy with, with friends as much. Uh, but yeah, you know. Fuck it, Dina. We got to do what we got to do. Hey, man. Yeah, tell me about that. Um, I feel the same way. Like, I, I didn't. I went through, like, uh, another 10 years after high school of of uh, being a conservative Christian. <laughs> Girl. Girl. <laughs> um, but, you know, I got you saved from it. that. You made it. Right. <laughs> We're I don't know. I'm going now. back into the church. I'm going to be a minister again. I'm going to do, I'm going to lead a worship. Okay. I'll be the first lady at my church. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Let me know what church I need to attend this church. Yeah. <laughs> we will, we will infiltrate that first row. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I love, so you talk a lot about your identity on stage and it's so fun. I like to do it in a way that people don't realize I'm doing it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and actually, I waited a long time uh, when I before I started doing queer jokes because I 
I wanted to be Gwen, mm-hmm. who happened to be all of these things. Yeah, I didn't want people to be like, oh, the queer Mexican, uh, you know, comedian, and mm-hmm. like that's it. And it's like, no, man, like I am me. I happen to be queer. I happen to, you know, uh, used to do graph or a graffiti write. I happen to MC. I happen to be girl back in the day. I happen like all the things, but don't box me into this type of comedian or that yeah. type of comedian. And so I made it a point to not um, speak about it for a while. And then um, I would sprinkle it in. And even now it's not like, Hey, let's go on this. Let's go on this educational journey. Cause people are like, Oh, it's time to learn some shit. No, I don't want So it's like jokes, 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 and then making a statement within the jokes that are, is still a joke in itself. And I hope I can only hope that on their way home, they're like, damn, I never thought of that shit that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so not all of your materials about being queer. <laughs> People <laughs> well, are like, um, is all your stuff going to be about being trans? And I'm like, no. Like that's all you, come on. I mean, that's, that's a big, not, you know. I mean, definitely talk about it, but come on. That's not right. the most interesting part about me. Right, right. So, um, <laughs> so now how did you... You're obviously you're covering all kinds of topics, so I'm sure people stopped asking that question once they see you on stage. Yeah, or they'll get up on, they'll come to me afterwards and say, "Your head shape is the same as this other trans lady's head shape." So no, you're trans, no. right? No, you're full of it. Are you serious? Yeah. I was like, um, whatever. Oh my god! Please, I was like, that's... oh, what? I don't even know what this. I don't even have a. You've just removed all the comebacks from them. Like, I would just stare at the person like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, at least she's pretty. You know, that's like, a, I was like, you're like, two pretty heads. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, but still, it's so weird what people come at. I don't know. Uh, so- I, people are forgiving. People are like, um, I've, I feel like lately, and I don't know if it's because it's my, you know, I, I still have a day job. All right. Mm-hmm. Give me time, people. All right. Give me follow me on Instagram and maybe I won't need a damn day job. All right. I'm going to get contribute to my Patreon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then um, use my Venmo. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still at the day gig and I'm just like convinced. I'm like, wow, people are using their brain less and less, you know, like the kinds of questions I get when I just gave you all the information and in the fucking email. <laughs> Yes. Or it's just like, so I don't know. I feel like that critical thinking, people don't have it anymore. They don't have it, it anymore. Is- but I will tell you that I'm so exhausted from reading all the emails because we're on the social media. We're on Zoom. We're doing all this stuff. All I want to know is give me my bullet points in, in, in language. Yeah. <laughs> language. Because I my brain, that. my brain is malfunctioning. <laughs> like, I feel like... This has been too much. And how do you, and and I hate to say it, people, but I feel like there's gonna be another two years of this craziness. Of oh, just, easy. But then also, know, hi, global warming. Uh yeah, I'm saying. I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I think know. we've got a couple of decades left as human as a species. Yeah, I you know, that's the that's the one time I was like, you know what? I guess I am kind of glad I'm not gonna end up having kids. Cause I would have fucked them up. Totally. I'm like, people stop having children. <laughs> right. 
right. We're about to start running out of water. <laughs> you know, like girl, don't get me, don't get me started. We're gonna have to start a whole new conspiracy theory podcast because I'll be here for fucking twelve hours. That's not even conspiracy though. No, but, that's I know, but I'm like, like, I'll be like, like, like that's reality, ho. This is real. Pass in our water. All right, <laughs> it's true though. It is true. Yeah. It's so insane. Anyway, so you talked about having a supportive family. Tell me about that. Are they supportive with comedy? <laughs> Are they no, just right? like that's the one thing they were gonna disown <laughs> me about? <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny because when I would do a lot of these uh, fundraising events or that I would host for non for profits and stuff, um, you know, of course we had to be all inclusive. Everything we would we would translate everything to make sure everybody everybody was you know on the same page and whatnot and. Um, I remember, uh, being all stressed out because the event was nearing and, and I still had a bunch of shit to translate, but then there was like very technical stuff I had to translate. Mm -hmm. So some words I was like, I don't know how to say fundraiser in Spanish, you know? <laughs> so I remember calling my, my parents, I translated everything. And then I was like, all right, these are the words I still need like help on. And my mom helped me, but then she she didn't ask in a judgmental way. She was legit curious. And she was like, Mija, she asked me in Spanish, like, what what do you like, what do you get out of it? Like, you don't get paid to do any of these things. What, like, what are you, like, what do you, I guess she was probably in a nice way being like, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Maybe. <laughs> I don't get it. And so I had to explain to her, obviously, well, look what you're translating. This is community. This is about, and so that she was on board with. Mm. Um but then, you know, when I would do like open mics and I would go like do spoken word, you know, I, I didn't have an answer for that. I was like, mom, yeah. I don't know. I just know I'm on the mic and these are things that make that I'm passionate about. And she's like, no, I'm not, I don't have a problem with it. I was just asking like, what are you, can you make a living out of this? And I was like, no, I don't know. What the hell? I'm just doing mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And then when I started taking the stand up and I started doing theater, um, I think it clicked for them the way it clicked for me. It was like, oh, Everything was just kind of leading up to this. So they were definitely on board. They saw me at the vagina. Girl, I had to do, I had to do, I got the orgasm part. I did the vagina monologues at UIC for four years. Um, didn't even go to the damn college. I didn't even go to college, all right? But I was like, can I audition? <laughs> I'm all in front of your theos? Yeah, girl, my mom, my dad, and my brothers. And then the part that I got on one of the years I did it was the, the one where she goes and reenacts the orgasm. And I was like, first of all, I don't even think I fucking ever had one. <laughs> and I got to reenact it. I'm like, I don't even know so if this is going to sound authentic. I don't know. <laughs> and so I You're, did it. So, so you, you watched porn for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I had to. I, ha I had to total. It was research. It was research. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I did it. I got on that stage and I did it. And uh mm. I got off the stage and we didn't talk about it. I wasn't like, so what'd you think about my, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was just like, what'd you think about the whole play? And they were like, this yeah. is beautiful. Um, so I think they get, oh, that's good. Um, it's just, it's awesome. I think they get it that uh, I'm, you know, the best of both worlds for me, like mm -hmm. social activism, social justice, just, and you know what, forget the titles, just people loving people. Yeah, that's it. I just want people to get along. Just everybody fucking be nice. Yes. You know, and, and that's so when I was able to marry that with the performing arts, I was like, oh, that's my mission in life. Mm -hmm. This is how we cultivate change. I love it. So, yeah. What a great place to to wrap up. 
I like that. Oh, Dina, you're so good. You must get off the phone call so well. You're like, hey, so um, listen, my food just got delivered. I'm good. You, did you guys notice this? Did everyone watching the podcast notice that she's like, oh, that's that's great. It's a great place to fucking end the podcast. It's a great place to just <laughs> turn it off. To just stop. <laughs> Thanks so much for co- coming. Um, bye. Right. I'm like, hello, Dina, come back. Come back. So where can people find you on the social media? Find me anywhere on, uh, you could go to Instagram, just at Gwen LaRocca. And I think you had the little scrolly thing earlier or whatever, but that's uh, R-O-K-A. Um, yep. But yeah, so Gwen LaRocca on Instagram, Facebook. Um I would say TikTok, but my old ass is still trying to figure that shit out. So when I get it done, I'll let you guys know. But basically, Gwen LaRocca, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> website. That's all I got. Gwen LaRocca, you're amazing. I can't wait to see you on Friday. Thank you so much, dear. I love you very much. Love you very much. Bye. I just love her. <laughs> so cool. And that's all the time we have this week. Thanks for listening to the I Love Funny Women podcast. You can find us on all the social media at I Love Funny Women and YouTube as well. And this podcast was written by me. And me. And you can find me on all the socials at Dina Nina XO. <laughs> and I am on Lalita D Comedy, D-double-E, Lalita D Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find our guest, Gwen LaRocca, on Instagram at Gwen LaRocca, G-W-E-N-L-A-R-O-K-A. Our door girl, Greg, is on Instagram at G-G Putter. And our announcer, Krista Garner, can be found on Instagram at Krista Garner. This is an Artemis Glow studio production. In association with Crossover Media and AMG. Have a great, Have a great week. week.